0: welcome to the Ramon Foster Show following an NFL playoff weekend. He's Ramon in Hendersonville, Tennessee. I'm Dan Kovacevic in Pittsburgh. And, Moan, are we ready to live in this world where the Bengals are just good year after year?
1: You know what? I, I'll reference it to my kids. You want to know why? Because kids never lie, right, until they get old enough and figure things out. It's smarter. But even, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even my kids are just like, I don't know how to feel about this. Like, I think that's what we all are, but you can't deny what they're doing, right?
0: No, you can't. 27 to 10 speaks for itself uh, to go into Buffalo, yeah. to go into the snow, to go into those weather conditions, to have the fan thrown into the face. Wait, it's the face thrown into the fan. <laughs> Although even that you would think they'd have equal effects, right?
1: Yeah, No.
0: Um, I look at that and I see the way Joe Burrow performed, the way Joe Mixon, the way everybody, that defense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I mean, that was not close. That was not interesting.
1: It wasn't. The defense, I think, for the most part for the Bengals helped push that offense over the top because let's not forget, they have playmakers on that Buffalo Bills team. We know that the preseason MVP, Josh Allen, Mr. Everything, Josh Allen, right? The, The reason teams are chasing a quarterback, Josh Allen and Joe Burrow's in that conversation, too. But the defensive coordinator for the Bengals pretty much shut all of that down. They got to the running backs. They got to Josh Allen. This is a, a take of mine that I have while watching that game when it's good on good in the playoffs. Josh Allen needs to have a conversation potentially with Ben to figure out if I'm going to be a gunslinger, how do I start picking and choosing when I'm going to f- start firing off? I watched what Cincinnati did to him, DK, and I said to myself, jeez. He has some gunslinger in him, but the method in which he's operating, he can't find his guys. It make it almost seem to me like he is a guy that's, I won't say drawing up plays in the dirt, but he plays like he's drawing up plays in the dirt. You understand what I'm saying? Like he gets scattered-brained a little bit when he's trying to figure it out. Yeah, I do. And I,
0: I'm also reminded of the fact that other than the most recent meeting in Orchard Park, the Steelers, for the most part, had answers. Yeah. Allen, they really did, uh, even for Stefan Diggs for the most part. And almost all of it was related to bringing in pressure from the sides, very similar to their approach against?
1: Yeah, Baltimore.
0: Yeah, Lamar Jackson, yeah. the same <laughs> thing. Jackson. Where you say, listen, where you say you're coming in from the sides, um, we respect what you can do, the mobility. The We're just not going to give you the entire horizontal field in which to do it. Nope. And Cincinnati had a lot of that, although they also just brought people from from everywhere. <laughs> yes. And the people who weren't blitzing were still able to get through. yeah, it was I, I just I, I found myself marveling by the third or fourth quarter that the TV people could say anything about this yeah. because yeah. you're just you're watching it and you're saying, this is just nothing but football in the snow. <laughs> One team is way out toughing the other. Yeah. And
1: there's no analysis to be had here. You know? you know, I'll give you a quick breakdown of what I thought. And I told you before we came on and did this. I know we have that conversation coaches are safe. I think Coach Tomlin is safe. We know that. Um, there's no hot seat to be had. But in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. Okay. At least as far as the Steelers go. Okay. But in your division, when you have a team that have been mostly the bottom of the barrel as far as they're com- com- competing as of late, as far as the consistency of it. When you have them, DK, go back-to-back back AFC Championship. It's real. And and, I, and, and this is a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately league, is it not? It is. And, it and is. I know we've done those similar things or gotten that close. But, DK, it starts to get serious now after watching this. I don't care if we split games anymore. Things tighten up a little bit more whenever you you, you watch one of your your, your divisional rivals piece it together like this when you have those same opportunities. Yes, the timeline's a little bit different as far as Joe Burrow and Kenny Pickett, right? Mm -hmm. But the pressure to get to that point becomes a little bit more highlighted through, whether it be offensive coordinator, coaching, whatever the case may be, DK, me personally, as a as a Stiller as a retired Stiller I'm like, okay, something's got to happen. We can't do this. We're not going to take a back burner like that. Yeah. I mean, 2023 is a pretty significant
0: season <laughs> yeah. for Pittsburgh's football franchise on a lot of fronts. If you don't see a stride forward, if you don't see them uh, keeping up with the Bengals and or Ravens. We'll see what happens in Baltimore. Obviously, yeah. now with and,
1: with John and see what Harbaugh happens saying, in Cleveland.
0: Yeah, and 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 yeah, and you can't this whole division. I just gotta tell you, the one thought that I had yeah. predominantly, and this is so hokey and whatever, but I'm gonna share it anyway. In watching this football game, was the AFC North team was going to win that matchup. That is not disrespect that to the Bills. -hmm. Or their own toughness or anything. But the Bills aren't being tested like that week in and week out. And and what you saw throughout this football game was one team just yeah through the other. And it was default mode. Yes. And they should send a cake. Like three cakes to Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and even Cleveland Yes, for having reared them the right way, because that's where all of that, including a lot of what's happened
1: with Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. They were comfortable. That's one thing I noticed about Burrow. Burrow's working with three backup linemen in this, at this point, right? Yes. The differences between two quarterbacks was this, DK. When, jo- when, when Josh Allen got pressured, he scattered quick. And did this? And did a lot of this? And yes, he was yeah. moving his legs. He had happy feet. When 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 Joe Burrow got got pressure like that, he set one maneuver. That was it. One maneuver,
0: like on the touchdown to Hurst. Oh my gosh! No, yeah, yeah. The touchdown to Hurst. The, he, he makes one move. Uh, yeah. To his left, mm-hmm. that's himself. Says, "Oh, there's Hayden Hurst."
1: And he did the same thing to to Jamar Chase. Remember. Yes, He did the exact same thing to him. And yes. DK, I, I, I looked at it, I said, that's the difference right there. Maybe it's play calling. It's the Jimmys and Joes for sure. But I think going through that gauntlet of the AFC North, it, it prepares you for that, man. And it, even the running attack of it, they're used to it.
0: Oh. Look who Joe Mixon's had to run through for years. <laughs>
1: exactly. You think he was worried about this? You, <laughs> you think, think about the rushers in Buffalo. He's like, well, it ain't T.J. Watt. No. Well, it's not Miles Garrett. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's different.
0: An AFC North team has made it back to that. Was my thought. It, this is that a lot of this was, was was AFC North. When we come back, we're going to talk about a certain other individual. On the Cincinnati roster, who used to play on a different AFC North team. Yeah, he did. Moan, I'm going to take you back a few years to Latrobe because other people, in addition to number 73, used to exhibit a big mouth on the field. <laughs> <laughs> at uh, St. Vincent College, yeah. although yours was among yours was among the loudest, it was That's Hall of Fame mark. level. It was yes. Hall of
1: Fame level. Yeah, but
0: there was <laughs> one guy who was brand new and was undrafted. Also, in addition to, mm-hmm. and he would yell out to this future Hall of Fame head coach, "Too small, too small." Yeah, as he'd look over toward him on the sideline. And that was of course Mike Hilton. Yep. And all Mike Hilton did that camp was make plays. Yep. You can't make plays at the scouting combine in Indianapolis. You can run, you can you can do all kinds of fancy things, high jump, whatever else here. You can't make football plays. He did. Why? Yep. Moan? would you let him go? Why? And I asked this at the time. Yeah. This isn't hindsight. I know. I
1: know. Why? Uh, Money, uh, thinking you have the guy behind you. And I think there were some parts of it, but Cam Sutton had to play a different role, not like the role that Mike had to play, to be fair on the decision. But you still try to make it work. Uh, But, of course, in today's NFL, you get an opportunity to bid. And in that, sometimes you get outbid for what you think that position is valued. But I get where you're coming from. How? 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 Uh, it, I take it's not bo- about slot
0: corner. It's not about positions and where no. they're valued. If it, They had him under the roof, and they understood that the position that he played in Pittsburgh is the same position that he plays in Cincinnati, which yep. is that of
1: Playmaker. Yep. 100%. 100 percent and and you find this guy all over the field in different positions he was the leading tackler for that team today two quarterback hits other pressures and, and uh did he get a sack was it a sack also no not a sack but a tfl like this is a guy that will as you like to say and we do too puts his face in the fan play in and play out the size aspect of it right dk his measurements weren't going to blow you off the, off the, uh, off the, uh, the, the charts, right? None of them, the, the running, them. the speed,
0: the anything, the leaping ability, nothing. But he was the, he was the Bengals leading tackler in their most important game. And as you said, it was in it, different looks because he did hit, uh, Josh Allen twice. Yep. He, but he also got the PD. He also was tight on coverage. Uh, he he's just a football player. And I just – you know, it, we can yeah. say, oh, money was tight and everything else. But we also can talk about giving uh, $3.5 million dollars to Derek Watt. Yeah,
1: yeah. Or uh, a lineman that never saw the field this year.
0: Or a lineman that never saw the field this year, $3 million. Although that was before. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, but, this but was – there are all, there's always a way you just have to prioritize the right player. And it surprises me to no end that this head coach who loved Hilton. So
1: he much loved him It was not an act. Yep. He he loved them. And this is the thing too, about players like Mike Hilton, or even to toot my own horn a little bit myself too, right? There are certain facets of the game that you know, you're not going to do well in running. Wasn't my thing. I came out as a college tackle. I ran a five, 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 six. That don't put it don't that doesn't put me on anybody's chart. Move me inside, tell me, "Hey, go brawl and beat people up." You get 11 years out of it. Mike Hilton, okay? <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Mike it's Hilton. It's so true another, though. It's I mean, so true. Had,
0: look, only one of the two guards in the equation was asked on a regular basis to pull. Yeah. It was,
1: it was Dave. It was Dave. Yeah, but what was the friend. first
0: round pick? Dave had yeah, but yeah. but you were I mean, taking care of business on the inside with Marquis. On
1: Marquise. The inside. exactly. And then you look at Mike Hilton. Uh not overly fast, not big at all, probably couldn't bench out of this world, probably couldn't jump out of this world. But you know what players like him and myself have to do? You got to create other avenues to be successful. I know angles got to be good. I know I can cheat a little bit here. I also know that I got to watch film. I distinctly remember watching Mike Hilton play against the Tennessee Titans here when they embarrassed them, remember? in that mm-hmm. first round knockout against them. And Mike, I think, was miked up. Mike Hilton was miked up, and in one of those plays, you can hear Mike Hilton say, Oh, if they throw that again, I'm picking it off. <laughs> you know what happened yeah. about 15, 20 plays later? Hmm. He read the exact same look, and he picked the ball off for a big return against the Tennessee Titans. Playmaker. Play- Playmaker. Maker. DK, it, it's so interesting how we're about to go through draft season. You got to break all this up. How fast is he? How big is he? How You know, what was his three cones? Man, screw that. To your point, DK, and you said it best, playmakers. Playmakers. That's it. And I, I think I, that's, I, I, to, to your credit, I think that's why you were so upset about George Pickens.
0: Yeah. Playmaker. Although <laughs> well, I, George passes all the combine tests, too, Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's, that's when
1: you really get lightning in a bottle, right? But yeah. that's why you were ticked off about, like, give him the daggone ball, right?
0: He's going to find a way to get it. You know, like George himself says, put it in the sky. Put it in the <laughs> sky. <laughs> you
1: know? Anybody knows what that means, man. But but this is the thing, though, watching that 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 sensey team with Mike Hilton, man. He's in a perfect scenario to make those type of plays because he's backed up by defensive front up front. Uh, he's got linebackers, but then he's able to play that. Could Mike help the Steelers' defense? Oh, 100%. Uh, but it's also good to see – that for a guy like himself, it's not just the system. It's not just, oh, he was only good in Pittsburgh. Because to your point, when players are good and it's, it's right for them, they're going to go make those plays. There was nothing you can write up for Mike as far as his timing, especially since he's not a, a 4 3 DB. Mm-hmm. Mike might be pushing 4 6. Respectfully, Mike, if you see this, I don't know your 40 time. <laughs> I don't want to disrespect you with a 4 6. But.
0: I I I hope he's a lot busy focusing on on the Chiefs. (laughs) On his real family. Yeah. (laughs) When we come back, the only segment that matters. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show and the only segment that matters. It's brought to you every day by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where quality is at the core of every menu item Three expert chefs fine-tune every detail so that every sub burger, salad, wrap, drink and app is crafted for what they refer to cleverly enough as crave ability. Order your favorite entry at the get-go cafe and market today. Better believe it. Moan, I'm gonna sneak in. I'm gonna sneak in an extra one here before we okay. get to the main one, all right? this, this because we ended last week's show with a, a passionate entry from a from a from a viewer in Mexico. Yeah. And remember that we were just kind of guessing that he was from Mexico? Yeah. He's from Mexico. I saw that okay. I saw it. he <laughs> actually <you>? was yeah. <laughs> yeah. and
1: told us we don't understand how big the fandom is there and I appreciate you checking us on That's that. That's
0: it. So Craig Gardner sends something to us where he says, "Hey Moan, do you guys really comprehend just how international your broadcast is?" I'm, I'm watching from, I believe this is pronounced Cuenca, Ecuador. Oh, wow. And I I watch after taking my dog out in the mornings, I grab my coffee, I make my way to the TV room and I I love your takes and insight. Never miss your program. Okay. Now, Moan. Yes. Before we get to the question, we need people to subscribe to this channel. Oh yeah. And there's a little red thing that shows up next to your your name in the comments, so we can
1: tell who you are. And I have threatened to send Moan after you. I can't wait. I'll come in laughing, but it won't be a smiling situation, okay? It makes a
0: big difference to the program. Yeah. Subscribe to the DK Pittsburgh Sports Channel. You'll find it on there. It's free. It costs it's nothing good. at all. It, and it also gets you. Make sure that you get alerts whenever we do have... New yeah. shows here. And don't
1: be prideful about subscribing. I subscribe to stuff, man. That I'm like, I subscribe to that. But you know what? I understand <laughs> what it means, too.
0: Yeah, it makes a difference to the. It yeah. makes a difference to the people putting it together, including this program itself. Uh, we're we're at about five. We're 500 short of twenty thousand. Twenty k. Come on, Let's run it up. Man. There's there's way more than 500 people watching this right now. Dan Finnegan <laughs> says, "Hey, Moan, does it annoy you when folks call the Steelers'
1: colors black and yellow oh, as much as it does me?" Boy. Oh, it, it does because I know there's a difference. You know when that changed? That oh, changed I know. In 2010 <laughs> when yep. Pittsburgh's own Wiz Khalifa made the song. Yep. I've had people that I've just had to be like, you know what? I'm not about to argue with you. Oh, it's the Saints that's black and gold. No, it's Pittsburgh. That's black and gold. The black and yellow is commercial. That's what it is. Wiz had an ultimate run with that song and still does to this day. (laughs) Yeah, still does to this day. It does irk me somewhat. uh, Hearing it being called black and yellow. No, it's black and gold. And it'd be upheld that way too. You know, the,
0: the lyrics to the song, uh, if you, if you look at them, you listen to what it is that he's saying, uh, you know, he goes with the, yeah, you know what it is. And there's a, there's a rhythm to it. Okay. Yeah. And the fact that he says black and yellow, black and gold doesn't have any rhythm that works with that. I'm just sorry. Black <laughs> and gold, black and old. Okay. It doesn't. But on top of that, here's the thing. Yeah. He could get away with it because he's from here. He's Anyone from else, here. anyone else had tried that crap. It wouldn't have flown yeah okay this it, is totally generational let's not pretend that it isn't okay it's true too it's totally generational there's some there's some race and whatever, okay, whatever change it, the, but you know just calling it like it is but but this is this is uh no one in pittsburgh is going to refer to it as black and yellow as the colors are no. just not we have pittsburgh gold it's called pittsburgh gold
1: yes one one and it's not even yellow by the way it's not and that's the thing about it and, and- like
0: orange or something
1: the, the people I got upset with was fans of, like, other teams. Yeah. You know, that's what got me to your point. Like, Wiz gets away. He is Pittsburgh to the core of him, oh, okay? Yeah. Never shies away from it. Uh, so he can get away with it. And I think the song in itself put Pittsburgh in a different different realm when it comes down to exposure like that. So he gets a pass. Anybody else, other fan bases, no. It's black and gold and respect it that way.
0: Yeah. I mean, between – seriously, count the blessings here. Pittsburgh hasn't had – this wealth of musical stars that have come from here. Okay. I mean, Christina Aguilera is from here. God bless her. She sang anthems when she was a child at the penguins games and so forth Uh, from, from Wexford. Uh, That's great. Uh, We had Snoop Dogg wear, you know, a pirate's hat. We had Chuck D from public enemy who still wears nothing but a pirate's hat. Although I'm sure Chuck thinks it's a a public (laughs) enemy hat at this point.
1: When yeah. you,
0: when you have these when you have these things and especially when they're done respectfully and tastefully just embrace it man embrace it's great. it great yes. makes us look it makes us look let's be honest here way cooler than we actually
1: are <laughs> in You Pittsburgh. Know what We'll <laughs> take it though DK right we'll take it who's the other uh Taylor Swift's also a Western PA girl she is, but I think she claims. Uh, no. Yeah, she's actually her. Uh, her I, I never heard of that. Let's, yeah, let's, let's she actually lived in Hendersonville, where I live now. A bunch of country music stars are PA, I think, and Mac oh, Miller. And that's oh, Reading.
0: Yeah. That's the other side of the state. Reading PA. Yeah, oh, Redding. that's way. Yeah, okay. No wonder and, I didn't. And, and, I born in Pennsylvania. Yeah, but no. If you're clo- in if you're too close to Philly, you are not Pittsburgh. That is. That's, that's fair, <clears throat> but. If you think about who we've put out, you know, it's it's still Donnie Iris, it's still, you know, the Iron City house rockers. I mean, we are who we are, the silencers. We're
1: you know for, for, for the youth though, we cannot, and I mean not, DK, not mention Mac Miller. Oh yeah. I am sitting here thinking we to myself the whole thing, day. who we forget? Yeah, and Mac Miller,
0: the late the late Mac Miller gets respected by having uh, his party on fifth Ave gets played every time the Penguins win. Uh, at the arena, which is actually something that the fans suggested yeah. to the team and they embraced, which is another another cool thing. So yeah, for everybody so who was cool. yelling Mac Miller through this whole segment, we, we were going <laughs> to get to it.
1: I met Mac before he actually had that catapult up. He was Super. on the sideline with you guys. Super. I, I, Where t- would you meet him? Uh, I knew his uh, manager at the okay. time or his record label, CEO man Josh uh, is the guy's name. Mac, we gotta pick. I used to picture my phone picture my phone of he and me. Uh just a kid, man. Just a kid. Awesome dude. Great spirit to him, too.
0: Yeah, obviously lost way too early. Way and and and, 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 and tragically. So anyway, cool subject. By the way, we're gonna Ramon was saying the other day, we're gonna do more of this.
1: Get yes, to the I got guys asking to come on, too, by the way. Pound said it is, it's a must. So he must come on. Dave is coming on. Al is coming on. I got other guys that must come on, too. I got to get RC. Uh We're going to really tap in this offseason. Now, and I got my footing under me. And, and you know, DK, I'm, I'm like uh not a big J journalist. I'm a small J journalist. So I got to act that way a little bit, too. You oh, know, no, I, no, I there's nothing wrong J. with that. When you did yeah. the
0: interview with Kevin Colbert, one of the things that we heard from – uh, from viewers repeatedly was it was a very different type <laughs> of interview. It's not what I would have done. Yeah. I would have done, but that doesn't mean I'm right and you're wrong. It's more right, really the other right. way around. It's just we have different roles. I would have said, "What did you do? Why did you do this?" And what did, you know, and what about this? Artie Burns, come on, man, you took Artie Burns, and, and it would have been like that. And yeah. in your case, it's in your case, it was going to be very, very different. Yeah, I got an unlock a little bit.
1: That's what we'll do. We'll call that maybe unlock of the locker room or something.
0: I like it. I like
1: it. Let's do it again tomorrow, Mom. I'm, I'll be here if you don't quit. Yeah.
0: No, I'm not quitting.